Welcome back, friends. Lost Guy here, and it's time for the newest Kirby's Dreamcast, where we cover everything Kirby from the anime to the games, to the light novels, to the manga, to the plushies, to the everything. We cover everything here. Takes a while to get to those things, but we talk about everything at the Kirby Dreamcast. Today, though, we're doing a first impressions of Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe. So here's how the gaming episodes are going to happen on the podcast going forward. There are like five episodes for each game, to be honest. I think it's just a fun way to do it. So you have the hype episode, just hype about it happening. We did that for Forgotten Land and Dream Buffet. I didn't do it here because it was a remake. Well, remaster, I mean. First impressions is you beat like the main story and then a little bit more, like the 50% mark of the game. First impressions at that point, because that doesn't take too long to get to. And you know there's going to be a lot more than just the main story. That's how Kirby rolls. Then the 100% spoiler talk. Then the full-on review, where the YouTube side is worth watching, because I'm going to put footage for the entire thing in the background for that one. And then lastly, it is the deep dive. The deep dive is years from now. The deep dive is when I go into the history of how, the history of the making of the game, go through the credits, go through the story, everything, the lore. Those deep dives are so many episodes long, and we're not there yet. A best example for this is Forgotten Land. We've done the first impression, we did the 100% spoiler talk, we did the hype, we did the review, all this stuff is deep dive in a couple years because I gotta get through all the other games first. We do those deep dives in order because I go through the history of HAL as well. So you won't see that for Return to Dreamland Deluxe anytime soon either, of course. I think this is the best way to do it because we all get hyped for the game, we all have our first thoughts about the game, and that we all have different thoughts when we finish a game 100%. Yeah, and of course, reviews just how I feel about a game, and then so on with that. And then the deep dives just to give you all these information you didn't know about it, maybe. Especially with the credits. I spend so much time on the credits because it's interesting to see what careers people are going to have from the games, or what they did have before the games. It's pretty cool with that. So if you're here specifically for Kirby Return to Dreamline content, know that all that stuff is coming up going forward in the future. Other things, if you're waiting for an anime episode, that's probably going to come up in the summer. We're going to do the light novels soon. I'm going to do the Kirby Superstar OST ranking soon as well. Just expect Return to Dreamland for a lot of March, and then Superstar should be end of March or early April. The light novel should be late April. And then we should finally see uh, anime episodes about May or June. That's what I'm thinking right now. And also, probably late April or early May will be the Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe review as well. And also 100% talk about the Dream Buffet eventually. And the review for Dream Buffet as well sometime by the summer. That's all the things I have planned, and then we'll just keep going forward as we go and do more things. So this episode is about the first impressions of Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe after beating the main story, after beating the arena, and after playing Magoland for a bunch of hours. That's where we're at. So the epilogue won't be talked about until the 100% talk, which I think is appropriate because that epilogue is going to be a lot to talk about for sure. So if you're here for that, wait for that for next week, because I should get 100% by next week. Because Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe doesn't feel as grindy as freaking Dream Buffet was. Oh my god, it's still so grindy, I haven't finished it yet. So just first impressions, the main story. So this remake, for me, was my first time going through the entire game, because I didn't finish it when it was on the, the Wii or Wii U, I forget which one right now. I didn't finish it when it originally came out, because I was playing it co-op with my sister, and then she moved to Arizona. And I didn't want to play it alone, so I never finished the game. I never knew about Magalore, what he does at the end of the game, never knew that. Until the next year when the Dream Collection came out. So in 2011, this game, the, the original came out. Then 2012, Kirby's 
20th anniversary game comes out and Magalore is there and he's redeeming himself in that game. It's like, wait, Magalore did something in the end of Return to Dreamland? What? So that's how I learned about it. I didn't know what he did. I didn't know he was Marks all over again. Also, fun fact is the fact that Marks is the guy who told Magalore about Kirby. That is crazy lore-wise. That is so just wild to hear that. So the main game is pretty cute and fun. I like the, the DDD design, the redesign for King DDD. I like it. Not everyone's a big fan of it. King DDD always gets redesigned. It's just fun to see the new versions every time. I like the art style. I like the thick outlines. It's pretty cool. I like it. Playing the game, Mecha is too damn fun. I really enjoy Mecha a lot. Sand is also a lot of fun. The powers in general are very fun. The challenges for the powers are fun. I like that they brought in Festival as well. It's really cute to see Magalore with you. By the way, Magalore mode. Magalore mode is great, even though it makes the game easier, because it immerses him into the game. Like, he's more helpful instead of just hanging back and letting you do everything. He's actually playing an active role, which I like. By the way, if you're tired to turn that on during the final battle, it tells you he's unavailable. Which, yeah, he should be. It's just fun playing the main story, and the thing about Kirby games are they're easy. And that's the thing, not all games have to be hard or challenging. By the way, the challenge, of course, is where True Arena, that's where you get the challenge. Every Kirby game is someone's first Kirby game. That's the thing. So they're not meant to be hard. Like, kids are supposed to, like, play this and enjoy it, and just enjoy running things over. That's the thing. Not all games are about the difficulty. Some are just power fantasy, or just having fun tearing things apart. And that's Kirby. Kirby is a mini-Godzilla. Kirby destroys everything. He destroys everyone. His body count is huge. And for a while, we thought Magalore was part of that body count until, you know, later on. The super abilities are so dang fun, by the way. Like, Ultra Sword. Oh my god, Ultra Sword just cutting a volcano in half. Are you kidding me? Snowball is my favorite, though, because the snowman could be so cute. Bowling is hilarious. And, of course, freezing a volcano. Wow, Snowball's fun. And then the other three, of course, like the Giant Hammer and uh, Flare Monster, Flame Monster. Oh my god, that's just cool looking. And then... Super duper beam attack ball. That is just so cool. It's, it's just so fun to do and imagine kids playing that kids have to be loving the heck out of those powers And then of course you get to play with his buddies. You got bandana D with him, King GDD with him, Med Knight with him Of course for me, it's all solo play and I had fun playing it solo. Kirby's got a lot of fun abilities I already said Mecha and Sand. Mecha's so fun. I love Mecha. It is just too dang fun to play with and Sand is so creatively fun as well And then just playing all the other powers as usual. Those were fun as well. The music is awesome, and the great thing is, they didn't just port it over, they redid it all, which is awesome. What does that mean as well? It includes Shimaoka and Ogasawara. They got to work on this, a game that they didn't get to work on before. So that is really cool. Shimaoka wasn't on the crew until Kirby Fighters 2, and Ogasawara wasn't on the crew until uh, Star Allies. So that's pretty nice for them, that they get to revisit these old songs. Because, like, half of the songs were Ando, the other half were Junishikawa, and it's still that but something got redone by them, and that's pretty cool there. I just really enjoy the music in this game, and I can't wait to hear the Magalore epilogue music. I'm excited for that. By the way, I really like all the bosses. Uh, it's just interesting having all these different bosses. Bill, where's Krakow? I didn't know Krakow wasn't in this. I did not know Krakow wasn't back. I was surprised when I didn't see him. Duder's cool. Goriath is cool. Freaking Goku, are you kidding me? Fatty Puffer's pretty interesting there. Metal General is a pretty cool idea. He plods a little bit, but he's a pretty cool idea. He has so many things coming at you. I like that a lot. And then, of course, you have Landia and Magalore himself, and those were pretty cool fights. I just enjoyed this game a lot. I enjoyed the main story. The backgrounds are cool. I think Nutty Noon was my favorite concept, just because it's day to night. I always like when they do that stuff. I like the stage naming. 
So this one spells crowned, which is the same thing in Japanese, Chinese, and Korean. In Brazilian, I think it was uh, Corrigem, which meant courage. And then for French, it was Parfait, to mean perfect. Dutch did Popstar, and uh, Spanish did Coronar, which means to crown. It was very interesting in different places uh, what the spelling was for that. And just all the lore we gained from this, and the new lore we gained. And then, I think that's all I'll say about the main game. The, the arena, just fun. Arenas are arenas, they're always fun to play. I like the design of it, I like just doing that. I like, I don't know when the first arena was that gave you tomatoes and then smaller tomatoes. But I like the inclusion of the tomato box, as far as I know that's new. And that's a fun idea there. And then of course there is Magoland. So Magoland has to come before Star Allies or after Star Allies, that's it. Because there's nothing he really says where like, this is me redeeming myself. So my understanding is Magalore had to have built like two theme parks. There's the Forgiveness theme park in 20th Anniversary, and then there's his super theme park, which is this one with Magoland. That's my best impression of what's going on here. And these mini games are fun. It is cool to see a return from so many different games. You got 64's Checkerboard, you have Adventure with the Egg Catcher, and then the originals with like the Tome Tracker and uh, oh shoot, what is it? Oh, Boom Blasters, like the original games there. That's really cool. Squeak Squad with the uh, the Star Attack one. So much fun mini games here, and of course Samurai Kirby 100 is hilarious. I love it so much. And the masks? Are you kidding me? My favorite one's got to be Waddle Dee, just because the Wanyas. You go Wanya, 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 Wanya. It's just so cute. And all three of them had different Wanyas, from what I can tell, because Bandana Dee's Wanya is different from the regular Waddle Dee Wanya. So that's pretty cool. And the smart thing they did is they added in tour. So the idea is you can just do a medley of the games in a tour, which is nice for verses and things like that. Also, what's cute is the stickers all over the place in Magoland, and of course, Magalore being Wise Waddle Dee, that's pretty cool too. It's just so ridiculous learning that 25 million Waddle Dees have already been defeated. That's very unfortunate for them, oh my god. But it's cool just seeing all those different facts and everything, and I hope to get like the top score one day on something, because he says like, oh hey, what an honor, you're the number one score. That's pretty cool. And then doing the missions is great. Like, the missions are what's going to take a while to get the 100%, but I'm enjoying the game, so I'll get them pretty quick, I figure. And overall, yeah, just a really fun game, and oh my god, the lore from some of the masks you get. There is lore in the masks, oh my god, and just the lore from the pause screens. And it's just been so fun. Like, I'm LPing it, it's uh, gonna be on the main channel, it's getting edited now, but it's gonna be on the main channel, Lost Scarf. And you can watch that if you want, if you're not enjoying it yourself, like if you don't have time to play it yet. It's just fun watching other people enjoy a game like this. And I hope people are entertained by it, because I'm taking it slow, because I'm just enjoying the game. And I'm finally going to do the epilogue now, and I cannot wait to see what the epilogue's about. No, here's the thing. Uh, Magalore fans aren't going to like me, because the entire time I'm doing the epilogue, every time Magalore gets beat, I'm like, you deserve it. Magalore does deserve to go through some trials. He does deserve that, because what was he doing? He was trying to conquer the universe, and Popstar is where he was going to start. He also betrayed Kirby, so he deserves a lot of pain. He really does. He's going to redeem himself later, but for now, he deserves the pain, and you know he does. You can't just do a crime like megalomania and then get off free. No, no, you gotta get some punishment for that. You gotta take your spankings. <laughs> That's really it for the first impressions. I just want to say the things that I enjoyed and things that are going to come up in the future. Just setting things up like that. I cannot wait to talk about the epilogue. That's going to be like the main thing to talk about in the 100% uh, uh, spoiler talk. For sure that and then like extra mode and things like that. There are things that people, of course, have already done and played before in the original, but for me it's all new, so I'm just having fun with it, and you can talk with me about that. And of course you can talk at me 
on the YouTube version, or you can talk to me at Twitter, where it's at Kirby Dreamcast if you want. Those are two different ways to reach me. And that's really it. That is it. I hope you had fun listening to this, and I cannot wait to enjoy the rest of this game. Thanks for coming by, and see you next time.